to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> it's work in progress. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. This is episode 264 of Randomness Technology and Life, your weekly dose of podcast awesomeness brought to you by us two right here in Hamilton. And if Hamilton's anything to go by, Chris, this is the best podcast, the, sorry, the biggest podcast in Hamilton. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we are. We're going to say that. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Hamilton has a, I feel, uh, Chris, I think disagrees with me, but I feel that they just like making claims that cannot be verified. We've got the largest- All, all podcasters do, though. No, I know that, but we've got the largest mural 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 being being painted as we speak, and I find that hard to believe. Yes, yes, and I I, I don't think it's the biggest Christmas tree, but I've never seen anyone say it's the biggest Christmas tree. They do in the paper. That's the big claim to fame. But uh, with the mural, I think what will happen is I was talking to someone the other day about it. If you did somehow work out that it wasn't the biggest, they'd come back and go, oh, it's the largest one painted on a substrate made of concrete or, you know, some sort of technical term. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So big shout out to any of my family members that have worked out how to download a podcast. For some reason, I was brain dead and I just explained it to them and didn't do it for them. (laughs) Uh, so shout out to my uh, auntie Bev and uncle Steve who are in the country until tomorrow. Uh, they've been right. here for a few weeks on holiday. So cool, cool. Good luck okay, to them. well, uh, sorry I didn't get to meet you guys, um, but then that's probably not your loss. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's right, Chris. Keep up with that positivity. Yeah. Um, right. Well, I'll get straight into it. Eh? I, I'm like, did I write, put this Finland thing on, or did you? I think you did. I think I did. So. Um, but I had seen a lot of this on, on social media, and it's like Finland's prime minister is pushing for a four-day week and and stuff like that. And I saw it like half a dozen places. Yes. But it's um, it's a fake, yes. fake news. I'm, I'm so glad you were going to say that. I'm, I'm glad you researched it, because if you were getting super excited about it, I was going to jump in and say, I think they've brought it up as a talking point. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was fake news put on by some very, um, what's the word? Um, um, Crazy. No. <laughs> Authoritative sources. So, the independent newspaper, the ITV British TV channel. I've got a feeling she brought it up as something to look at. And they've run with that image of saying they're going to do it, where she said, no, we're going to look at it. I think. Yeah. Um, so back in August 2019, some senior uh, social Democrat politicians um, went to do an event. Um, and this is the slowest story ever. Good God. Get to the point. I think you should just get over it. One point during this discussion, Sanamarin floated the idea that Finland's productivity could benefit from either a four-day working week or a six-hour working day. She never suggested both. Yeah, there we go. Um, she also tweeted about it at the time, noting plainly that it was an SDP party goal to reduce working hours. But to be clear again, this was never an official government policy. But the whole, the whole but thing... But went nuts. But the whole thing with that working four days or working six hours, most of it only ever applies to office workers. Oh, yeah, Do you for think? sure. Yeah. Manual work. There's just like, that's oh, going to no. carry on. Look, they, 
if if you said to any, I was going to say woman, but that's not fair, that the shopping malls were only going to be open for six hours in a day, they you, would go nuts. You're treading, <laughs> you are treading on thin ice. I am, I am, I am. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, nobody, nobody would like anything in the service economy to be dropped down. If but they it's, said, it's, oh, no, bars are only open six hours in a night. It's weird, though, eh? Because if you listen to or read about tech startups and all that sort of thing, when they bring all this up, they seem to forget there's a big majority of people that do manual work or yeah, highly yeah, skilled sure. labourers doing other things. Oh, yeah, and, and time frames are very different. Yeah. It's, you know, like your, your work week is a little different from most. Yeah, exactly. Little, very different from most. Um, I did write this one down again. I did write this one in, though. And you right, I put it... Sorry. You're having a stroke. <laughs> Actually, I brought this water down just so that I could... Uh, wait. All right. Let's try that again. You know what the worst sound of the world is? You putting that bottle down. <laughs> That's why you're going to cut all that out. Excellent. So, here we go again. All right. So, I wrote this down a couple of weeks ago. It's I've seen it surface since. Oh, yeah. But have you seen the Make Women Great Again convention? Uh, no, I, no, I have no idea what you're talking you about. about. A convention. So there's these guys that do um, a guy thing, and so is this in New Zealand? No, okay. This is in the I States. just thought this sounded very similar to the so uh, there's churchy a thing. Thing in, in the US called the 21 Convention it was started by a man named uh, Anthony Dream Johnson. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, and it's been running since 2007. Can I? Can I just make a prediction? Does this sound like a money-making scheme? Oh, who knows? You'll okay, see. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> that event targets men and teaches them how to insert, assert, not insert, that's something that's totally different. different, yeah. Assert their manhood in modern Jesus, society. Some, yeah, there is something completely different. <laughs> assert their manhood in modern society. It's a what pro does father, that entail? Pro-father, pro-men, pro-masculine bonanza. A bonanza, um, even. We yeah. throw a bonanza in there. It's only a matter of time before um, Johnson and his cohorts attempt to tap into the women's market. Well, why? Yeah, I mean, of course. And so they've come up with a convention called Make Women Great Again. Yeah, how'd that go um, down? And the women are intended to spend $2,000 a ticket. Of course. To why hear not? From Sounds men good. How they can be better women. <laughs> so is there any. Uh, the 22 convention brags on its website that it will be mansplaining event of the century, argues that feminism Hang on, is, is this on their website? This well, is what they no, say. No, because that's the... I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's, it says, quote, mansplaining event of the century and argues that feminism is simply hiding under a mask of fake progress and is instead a radical assault on all fo- forms of positive femininity. The event promises to cover all the co- topics that are ruining relationships for women in the US, like feminism, infertility, acting too confidently, body what? positivity, and having self-respect. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, give us $2,000 and let us sort that shit out for you. Uh, the organized promise it will raise your femininity by 500%. Oh, my God. Can we measure that? Which, what is going fair, on? Which, is a really high number. Uh, <laughs> And this is this is a quote. For the past several hundred thousand years of human life on this planet, masculine men have preferred feminine women in all areas of life, from the kitchen to the bedroom, dating to relationships, marriage and family and beyond. 
high quality masculine men want high quality feminine women to mother their children and to set great examples for their daughters. Our speakers will teach you what men and women of prior generations failed to teach you as a direct result of feminist meddling and sabotage. These are the relationships and life talks radical feminists do not want you to hear. The suggested advice will lead to a woman's ability to have unlimited babies and learn oh, how to unlimited be the, babies and learn cool. how to be the cool. ultimate wife rather than an F buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> the event also features speaker Mike Cernovich, a men's oh, rights activist who is, who is famously a Pizzagate conspiracy theorist. Do you remember that? Which one was Pizzagate? Who encouraged people to believe that there's a pedophile ring under a pizza shop in, in Washington, D.C., run by the Clintons. And somebody believed this oh. conspiracy so much that they went in there with a gun to shoot the owner and to expose the ring. Of and course. It's of just course. like a Domino's or something. Yeah. Like, ah, early bird ticket buyer. Buyers can bring a friend for free or bring their boyfriend and send them to the 21 convention for free, which is happening the same weekend. The scary thing is... They do insist that attendees must be biological women. <laughs> well, okay. But the scary thing is, I'm guessing there's people that are going to this thing. But I'm, I'm thinking about it now. There's women that want to be feminine in, in, in their description. I'm going to say how they've put it. But they're probably already like that, so they don't need to go to a convention. Other women that have different values or viewpoints aren't going to go to that because it sounds batshit crazy. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Good luck. Oh, no, it, it's just, um, yeah. <laughs> it just cracked me up when I read that. Uh, so that's been sitting there for, for a, I didn't manage to get that into the last couple of episodes, so there we go. On the middle of February, Chris, 15th of 16th, this is probably, well, you won't go to this event, but it's a better event. Meat stock is coming again. It's the okay. it's the fourth, <laughs> it's the fourth installment. I'll have some water now. <laughs> it's the fourth installment of excessive meat and rock and blues. Someone we know's going. That's how I found out about this. Um, Chris. Yep. Yeah. How would I know that? I don't know. Lucky guess. And uh, so they're bringing back some of the uh, barbecue pitmasters and stuff like that. But what's sure to be a hit in 2020 is the inaugural New Zealand sausage sizzle throwdown. <laughs> Professionals and amateurs will compete for 1500 bucks in cash and a multitude of prizes. I really want to know what's entailed in the sausage sizzle throwdown. Like, I bet your Gilmore's are going to have a huge meat special that week. They better have they a will. huge. No, they will. They'll, they'll be all over that. That's right. So they've got um, over 50 teams again battling out for the barbecue wars. Um, and the New Zealand Butcher Wars are there as well. Assume it's something to do with meat and the butchers don't fight each other with knives. I'm not sure. Uh, sounds a bit boring. Sounds, uh, <laughs> sounds bloody good. Uh, $40 a ticket for uh, each day or a double part, two are, days for 65 Those of you that haven't listened before, um, probably a good point to mention that I'm a vegetarian, uh, which might explain that last bit of uh, information going through. The massive amount of enthusiasm. <laughs> My enthusiasm levels enthusiasm. no bounds. Okay, anyway, moving on. Do you want to talk about that ghost top tip? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know. I, I read that and I didn't recognise what that was until you just mentioned that. So last week you would have heard that our flatmate, which we named the ghost, or mainly I did, he moved out and I moved downstairs and I'm still trying to sort out. It's funny because um, 
Um, Tanya refers to him as the ghost too. Everybody <laughs> refers to him as the ghost, and if you say his real name, nobody knows, knows who, who you're, you're talking, talking about. about. No, absolutely. So he moved out. All good, I think. Didn't speak to any of us. Text Chris. He texts me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that blah, was blah, all blah. good. And then at one point, there were some rubbish bags in the garage, a mere three meters away from where I'm sitting right now, talking. And uh, I don't know what we were doing, but I picked a bag up and I sort of mentioned to you. I said, "Man, this bag's really heavy. Yeah, he must have thrown out some junk. I don't know." So that yeah. was all good. Yeah, and. Uh, Upstairs is a chest freezer that Chris owns, and uh, that was full of stuff, and there was a pantry now, and shelf. now it's pretty much empty. <laughs> yeah, that's all gone. So that's good. Good, good, good. And I went to... I was in Rotorua. Yep, you're away, and I remembered this it was the, rubbish day. And this, this is a big this thing. This is the miracle thing. I remembered it was Thursday, it was rubbish day. So I, I picked up the heavy bag and another bag I'd brought down from upstairs, took them outside, dumped them out. Walked back in, grabbed the other black bag that was sitting there next to the thing, and the bottom fell out of it. Yes. And it was all the frozen food had just been dumped in there. At this point, it had been in there defrosting for four days. No, it's coming up seven. Oh, no, because you moved out on Saturday, and that was Thursday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Six days, five days, six days, whatever. Because, <laughs> well, okay, whenever. So, um, yeah, so... Not um, not nice is probably the so basically best, <laughs> best way to describe it. Every single food item he just threw in a rubbish bag. Yeah, so I assume that the heavy bag was just full of cans and stuff. But Everything we, from the pantry, probably, and we because <laughs> the pantry with cobwebs on it, which you mentioned the other <laughs> the week. That's right. So the top tip: if you're moving out, either offer it to your other flatmates. Even if he just left it there, we would have sorted that. Out. Yeah. Or if it's non-perishable, maybe think about donating it to a food bank. Yes. Or maybe just give it to somebody. Oh, no, that's right. You'd have to talk to someone. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, randomly, I've I just... was incredibly angry uh, at that point. There was, <laughs> there was a few expletives come through on a message with a photo. And I was like, oh, he doesn't normally swear on a message. <laughs> I don't normally use that particular phrase at all, to be honest. Um, yeah, no, anyway. So, so if you're listening, the ghost, hello, welcome. Uh, good luck with your future endeavours. I've set up a Google alert with your name on it, just in case you come up in the news and we have to give evidence somewhere. Yeah, because if anyone's a serial killer. <laughs> oh, we're not even joking. No, I, I didn't want to look in those bags too closely in case there were other things in there. Ugh, other than chicken breasts. And, That's ugh, good. Oh, God. Um, okay, so oh, are yeah, you I, having a midlife crisis? No, I heard this on the on the global news podcast. But um, yeah. the um, scientists have done these studies, mm. and they've decided that there is such a thing as a midlife crisis, and it okay. occurs at forty seven point two years of age. Forty seven point two years of age in men or in people and the great apes. So, and it's the same for women. I assume, assume so. it's humankind when I say men, like humankind. So um, you've gone past. Now, did you have a midlife? You keep having I many. I think I did. You have it was many about midlife the time crisis. We started this podcast, right? Uh, five. Yeah, it would be actually. That is when you had a midlife crisis. Yeah, yes. it was. 
So, which I thought was interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. So, I got a few but more years to go. They have that dip. They have a serious dip. So, people oh. suffer a little bit through their thirties, like mid thirties. They're starting to get bad. It gets worse what? to to um and and it it, it, what? it keeps going down. Of, hits the bottom at forty seven point two, and then it starts going up, and then your fifties are good apparently. Oh, well, that's good. I've got something to look forward to. I don't know what's happening with you, but <laughs> yeah, but that uh, that's. Yeah, so the data says that, but it fascinates me that it's in the apes as well. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, it's not Trump because the apes don't give a shit about Trump. So I don't know. I can't, Global I can't warming for them. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh, did you see this? There's a great. Um, I have not actually read this story. I just saw the news. This does not surprise me. Okay. Or, or regular <laughs> listeners. <laughs> okay. A, the headline is just. Stolen Northland therapy goat found reunited with depressed cow. Okay. What? <laughs> a pet therapy goat who went missing from a property in Northland in December is now safely back home. Peaches the goat formed an unlikely friendship with a depressed pet cow belonging to the Monga Turoto Hotel. Monga Turoto? Hang on. So the hotel, wherever that is, up north somewhere, has, has a depressed a, pet cow. A pet cow that's depressed. Okay. Um, the cow named Bunter, which is probably why he's depressed, was left lonely. <laughs> oh, hang on. Why do you name it Bunter? Oh, hang on. It just smashes everybody out of the way with his head. Was left lonely after the death of a fellow cow some months earlier. Oh, okay. 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 Um, in December, hotel caretaker Joe Robin. He sounds suspect. Peaches was introduced to Bunter in an effort to lift the cow's spirits. After Rosie passed away, Bunter got really depressed and we heard the goats were good therapy and there was a lady who was willing to gift Peaches to us. As soon as Peaches arrived in the paddock, Bunter was a different cow running around everywhere. Bunter also started eating again after the arrival of the goat. However, the happy uh, friendship was short-lived after Peaches was stolen. Oh, I see. So Peaches was stolen for some reason because I couldn't think of anything worse to steal. A goat. <laughs> Peaches was then spotted amongst a group of goats on a local property. Yeah, yeah, okay. One in particular was alone and was a lot whiter than the rest. Because, you know, it's, it's a darker lot up in Northland. I don't know. That's a terrible one. Okay, um, we watch a lot of CI, crime and investigation, so we did our own investigating. Oh, my gosh. And they're <laughs> running around kicking in doors at, like, <laughs> four in the morning and... <laughs> I can see them in their ghillie suits in the, in the yeah. fields. She said local police looked into the matter and Peaches was soon on the way home to Bunter. Northland police issued a statement saying they had investigated burglary at a Mungataroto property after someone got the goat's got the owner's goat. After someone got the owner's goat. I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke in the way that was written, but anyway. Uh, police didn't okay. kid around and the goat got goat Oh god, this is terrible. Police didn't you know get right. around and goat hold of CCTV footage and spoke with a number of people. Okay. Anyway. Good little local story there. Um, There's a picture of the goat. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like every, <laughs> it's imagine like every imagine a goat. white goat. And if you've been near goats, imagine the smell. And then you've got the whole pack- package. Yeah. No, no, no photo of the depressed cow. I want to see know. the depressed cow, actually, yeah, to be honest. Cause I know, right? So no, it's, it's just nobody talks to me. It's just, it's just <laughs> terrible reporting there. Uh, I got yeah. a feeling like some, I don't want to say Wintech, but some sort of students wrote, <laughs> high school students wrote that There's one, maybe. There's a news hub story, too, that one. Uh, 
Um, so I think they actually play, they pay people in, in there. I, I, um, I, I saw this wonderful um, <laughs> wonderful story today, and I put it in here and forgot to put the link, so it's pretty nothing, pointless. Nothing new. What's the headline? Uh, so it, it, it's, it's a flat-packed house. But what's interesting is it's folded, so it, you, you get this house, and then you is get a crane. In, is this in New Zealand? No, this is in the States. Oh, okay. You yep. get a crane, and it lifts the point of the roof up, and it's all folded, and it just goes, and it's just a triangular house. Does it look like a house? It's got two stories and a bedroom at the oh. top. It's, it's, uh, there's a 290 square foot one for 33000 which I assume is US dollars. Yeah. And the much bigger one for 70000 I can't remember what the size of the bigger one was. Um, is there much benefit in it, working it, it, all it that out? Set, uh, it's set up so it's um, off the grid. So it's all built-in oh, okay. solar panels, grey water systems. Like it sounds like a good gimmick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just wondering the technicalities of trying to... The whole to... point of me putting it in was it had a really good video. I'm of sure it did. <laughs> I'm going to use my imagination. <laughs> and I was, I, was t- I was thinking, oh, maybe I should just put this on the p- Facebook page or whether I should mention it at all. And occasionally yeah. when Chris doesn't have a link, sometimes it's really hard for me to find whatever the hell he's on about. Because sometimes there's not a lot of stories about it, or the story is actually from between two and ten years ago. <laughs> that can happen. That happens a bit, far, far too often. So, uh, no, I will hopefully have a link, and we'll have it in the show notes, and you can check that out at thechrisandsampodcast.com. Yes, and don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook, and um, sometimes on Twitter. <laughs> not yeah, not com- very much these uh, days. But Instagram's Instagram's good. Instagram's going uh, well. Apparently, I've I've started looking at Instagram. Um, lurking, lurking very, on Instagram, very, very uh, occasionally. Very occasionally. Uh, I think we were. It's not on here, but we we're going to talk about the rabbit hole that I've been down, Chris, oh, for the yes. last week. Uh, I don't know why. I like researching things. Chris will know this, and maybe some of our listeners know this. Yes. Uh, 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 yes. Like, I don't. I can't fathom people that don't try and find a cheap price on something online. Like, there's so many services and things out there. Check out PriceBuy.co.nz, things like that. Um, um, <laughs> Tanya bought, a, bought a, a helmet for a bicycle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bicycle helmet. And uh, she paid 70 bucks or something. And then we went. We were shopping somewhere, and we went into. I think it was yeah. We were in the warehouse, and we we're in somewhere else. Yeah. And she just saw these bicycle helmets for like less than half the price, and she was just absolutely kicking herself. And she's like, "I didn't even think. I didn't even think to look anywhere else." That's right. Uh, Effectively the same. Yeah, yeah. Same like, it, yeah. If you if, if it's not an emergency and you've got the time, do the research. And occasionally, I sometimes find myself. Really, really looking into stuff, and recently it's been metal detectors, <laughs> and I don't really know why, but it has been very con- all-consuming this week. Uh, I've signed up to multiple forums, multiple <laughs> Facebook pages. I know a whole lot about stuff. Actually, today was pretty good, because I think I've almost tapered out of the knowledge that I can read. Like, there's not much m- happening at the moment, so I think I've caught up. Uh, last time this sort of happened... Like, I've looked at different things, like the camera and stuff I've got, but the last time it really happened was probably 12, 13 years ago, I think. And I was looking at digital uh, camcorders back in the day. 
Yeah. Uh, looking at them and for some reason went down this rabbit hole looking at all this stuff. And uh, then I won a camcorder from um, Pulp Sport, of all things. So nice. that went out the window, but I'm still, uh, there's a whole bunch of new technology coming out in metal detectors. Yeah, no, Sam's definitely one of those guys that when he comes across something and it gets his interest, he or he has a question about it, he goes and digs and digs. So the whole podcasting thing started with that as well, because you... Yeah, into podcasting. We sort of you, worked out how that was. You went pretty deep into that. Um, but yeah, you, you tend to go fairly deep into everything. But um, this metal detect thing is a bit interesting because you go quite so, deep and there's no obvious reason. There's no it. real reason. <laughs> because, and the other thing is, there's a, a ton of different things you can buy and you can start at getting $40 ones from China. Honestly, there's people on Trade Me. There's so much stuff on Trade Me at the moment. I don't know if you've looked. Just in general, you'll look at it and it'll either say it's shipping from China because they're just doing drop shipping because that's the big thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on TikTok and things like that, there's people just going on and on about it. So drop shipping's the new thing. But people are now I doing. I thought it was the thing th- five years ago. No, there's all these people. I've joined a group that is teaching people how to drop ship, and these people ask the dumbest questions in the world. They do not know anything, and they're out oh there God. trying to sell stuff. So some people are drop shipping straight to trade me now, which apparently is a thing, and the prices are just astronomical. There was when I when I had those I I, I put my eye um, contact lenses contact lenses yeah yeah on that was a, a thing because all the other ones were drop shipped yeah and I that's said right. uh, I have them in my possession in the country yeah yeah you know like so uh, there's like something for fifty dollars is costing eight dollars from China with free shipping yeah just to put that in perspective anyway there's a broad range of different things you can buy in metal detectors and. Um, that thing I can't remember where my story was going now I've got you sidetracked you talk about the uh, oh, fossil no. king no no so yeah the, the other part of it is gold digging and that would be really cool to do but you can't do it around here but the well, thing what he means by around here I find this interesting so you've got to explain it. there's only 13 19 now 19 there's 19 public fossil king sites in New Zealand uh, there's some in Queenstown Arrowtown West Coast and you can just go onto a stream or river and take a pan and pan for gold but you can't do that in the North Island. They don't have any fossil. Well, you so, could technically, but you're probably breaking some sort of law. Or, or yeah. So or, if I walked to, up to somebody's place and I, I'd be trespassing anyway, but yeah, if I was yeah, doing totally. that, or if I was doing it in a public park, it's still against law. But if I owned the property, I still can't pan for gold on my property. Well, you could, but you just don't tell anyone because you don't have a permit, uh, a claim. So you've got to have a claim. I think, uh, you know, someone could probably correct me on that. But the, I like for years I've been doing geocaching where you go and find something that somebody's hidden and uh, use GPS and coordinates and you go find that. And I think the reason I like metal detecting is because you can go find something anywhere and then once you've found it, nobody else can find it because it's gone. It's out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why I like it. So there we go. That's yeah, what's been- and obviously, uh, looking at you right now, you just love wearing headphones. That's right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, metal detectors. Get to well, because all the new ones are wireless, you see. They're loving that. They're all Bluetooth. Oh, right. But yeah. a lot of them, that what they've done is it's all proprietary uh, signal. So it's all 2.4 gigahertz, and you have to have their special headphones to work with you, their machine. Or you wouldn't want somebody else... No, 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 because one, uh, one crowd have just said, you can use any Bluetooth headphones... Or you have to use our ones, which are 2.4 gigahertz. And the reason is they've got to have super low latency. So when they hear the beep, that's when they actually stop. Because if you're, you know, if you're two seconds too late, you're going to be digging a hole that's 
in the wrong spot. Ooh. Um, yeah. And if you're into it, make sure you get a pinpointer. It's a little carrot-looking thing, a little stick, and it's like a little baby metal detector. So they dig a hole where the metal detector says, they rummage, but this thing, you point it, and it beeps if you're near anything metal. And that's how they find it in the dirt, which I never knew. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, yep, yep. Any yep. questions, let me know. <laughs> any answers, uh, I'll point you in some sort of direction. Yep. What's happening this week, Chris? We're on the hunt for a flatmate, or Chris is. Yes, no, we are. We you are. are. <laughs> uh, we are, if we want to keep paying rent. Um, so, yes, uh, yeah, we need, we've got a furnished uh, double bedroom. Uh, double. Yeah, it was a double bedroom, yeah. Double-sized bedroom with a yeah. queen-size bed in it and some drawers and it's got a built-in wardrobe and stuff. Um, and 150 bucks. You need week. to figure out, I just thought about it, where the uni people advertise for rooms. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't know. But either. it just came to me. Yeah, so... Get a poor student um, in there. Yeah, I just put a, a thing in countdowns on the wall. Probably today. not. You need to put it on Trade Me. There's no fees until it's list, uh, until it's taken or something. Yeah. And you can list it as long as you want. Do that. Yeah, I might have to. Yeah, anyway, so, um, yep. Yeah, um, so, but if you do... Because all the people looking for places, when I think of a place that I'm trying to find, I always go to a countdown. I don't know. Old people look in there and go, oh, little Johnny needs a place. I think people that look at things at countdown don't have the internet. I think that's how the countdown card thing works. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Anyway, make sure to check us out on the website. Come say hi. And uh, that brings us to the end, Chris. Yes, absolutely. Um, but you were asking, what are we up to this week? Oh, yeah. I'm... So what are, you, what are you up to this week? Oh, I've got to go spray my pumpkin with a multitude of chemicals. Oh, okay. That sounds good. That'd be great. Okay. All right. I'll keep my window closed. Um, and... And I am not really up to much either. I might not even be working on Spookers this weekend, so have a, have a weekend off, so that'd be good. Okay, so there we go. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.